You are listening to the Savage Fincast Retro, episode 29, Savage Dragon, 18 and 19. Chicago. A criminal mastermind called Overlord held our city in his terrifying grip. Ordinary cops were losing the battle against Overlord's super freaks and mutants. Then, a miracle happened. When I found him, he had no memory of his past. I helped him find an identity and a life. Now we have a fighting chance. Now we have the dragon. This is the Savage Fincast Retro, the show that at first didn't think that it would like the Firefly character from Princess and the Frog, but cried its eyes out when that little guy got killed. I'm Raven Perez. I'm Jim Purcell. And I'm Mark Welzer filling in for Craig Olson, who is on assignment. Thank you, Craig, for your sacrifices. Thank you, Mark for fulfilling craig's duties uh, Raven said <laughs> you know duty. what whatever there's a problem with craig's duties i'll be there to to pitch in yeah man we appreciate it it takes you know i know he's got some big bowls to fill but you filled them well his duties are now my duties mm-hmm. call of duties uh call of dookie ah nailed it good one jim <laughs> let's talk about that <laughs> Firefly from Princess and the Frog. For Spoilers, man! I was gonna see that movie someday. No, you weren't. <laughs> I'm a big Disney buff. <laughs> no, you aren't. Okay, so you haven't seen it, Jim? I actually haven't, but you know what? Probably not gonna remember this conversation. Okay. But I do well, then you will be it. surprised to hear that the voice of the Firefly was Jim Cummings' voice of the Savage Dragon from the animated series. It all ties so together. It all ties together. I get it now. I get it. See, you thought it was random, dear listener, but right. Mark made it work. <laughs> I thought when he was about to die, he said, "Let's you and me trip the life fantastic." <laughs> no, I didn't make it work. I got the text that you sent me that says, "Please mention <laughs> that Jim Cummings did the voice of the bug." So question, they're doing a live action Princess and the Frog. Do you still get Jim Cummings to do the voice of the CG, obviously CG Firefly? Yeah, no. I mean, obviously. I mean, he's a classic voice actor who works with all kinds of Disney productions. They'll probably get Al, Al uh, sorry, Chris, Chris Pratt. But, uh... Chris Pratt. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, because they they're not going to get voice actors for these things. They just get recognizable, even for the Firefly. Who would be? Who would you replace Jim Cummings with? See, the joke answer is Chris Pratt, but he was kind of a Cajun guy. Right. So who, who's Cajun? Kathy Bates. Remember uh, Waterboy? I've never seen Waterboy. So Kathy Bates lucky. is a. Uh, I don't <laughs> like Adam Sandler movies. Me no, neither. Double lucky, but like she does a uh, Bobby Boucher. Don't you play that foosball? And uh, I could just see Kathy Bates being like, 
Oh, Princess Tiana, you gonna fall in love? Kind of a thing. Sounds like you should do it. No. Yeah, we have our glow bug guy right here. <laughs> hey, guys, the Savage Fincast Retro is not about Princess and the Frog, contrary to what you might believe. We... I've got so many notes about Princess and the Frog that I'm going to throw away now. Just pitch it or eat Sorry. it. Even better, eat it to punish yourself for taking so many Princess and the Frog. <laughs> we talk about all things Eric Larson, Savage Dragon, Freak Force, and we take you back to those golden oldies, those issues that were back in your youth when Chrono Trigger was the best role-playing game. We didn't use the word JRPG, we just called them RPGs. I don't know what a JRPG is, so... Good, you're not a bigot. So... (laughs) Well, I don't know if that's true. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. So anyway, Jim, uh, don't we have some good episodes, I mean, good issues to talk about? You know, if you like these retros, you know we suffered greatly for our art last time. So I think we got something we actually enjoy. Watch the stank of Vic Bridges out of her mouth. You know, I will... Oh, wow. Just just going to lead with that. Okay, Raven. (laughs) That's weird because Vic Bridges just died, Raven. Why would you say that so close to So close to a mic. I mean, he just died just now that you killed him. Too soon. Too soon. (laughs) You know, it's kind of interesting, all right, before we get into these issues. Early Dragon, you always think about Overlord. Yeah. And then you always kind of think about, you know, like Abner Cadaver and Cyberface and those guys. You always forget about the Fiend. And the Fiend's kind of a big deal as far as villains go. The Fiend's got a... a, 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 Debbie Harris's mom has got a really really good motivation for hating dragon unlike most of the villains yeah and the fiend is a supernatural threat so it's kind of atypical for dragon yeah in that regard yeah. which always forget <laughs> you always forget about it for some reason <laughs> oh, breathe no. the of Vic bridges is choking the life out of jim <laughs> breathe jim breathe um, we can't lose you and Vic in the same night, goddammit. This cover is fucking crazy. It with is. the half-naked woman and Dragon's decapitated head. Do you like yeah. the CG nipple? Like the little, like... Oh, yeah, that is kind of like a freaking uh, tool-assisted. It's like the international spot, and it's so little. The International House of Color was like, no. Any. <laughs> Gotta be. This, this cover being a, uh, a self-homage. To Venom. To oh, whatever right. issue that was, yeah. Yeah, the one with the venom in the skull, yeah. Mm-hmm. Alas, Peter Parker, I knew him well. You even got the big tongue, which the Fiend doesn't really do the tongue. Hey, that's a good point. And Eric invented the tongue, right? The venom tongue? Yeah, by accident, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it was just like, he just you know, oopsie, and then made an iconic design choice. Yeah. Oopsie no. poopsie. You gotta love it when he like covers up the logo and then puts the text "Savage Dragon" so that people don't get confused, right? Because you can't yeah, see his head there. Yeah, that logo's gone. Should do. He doesn't do that anymore. He very painstakingly doesn't cover up the logo anymore. I can't remember the last time he did it. Uh, well, it's probably because of stuff like this, right? Where he's learned a lesson to not do that anymore, or be more mindful of where. 
Yeah, but some t- some sometimes it's just cool to like fuck with your logo, as yeah. annoying as it is for people trying to find it. But you know what? Crazy. The crazy thing is, is that like what you learn is that people are dumber than you ever imagined. Oh yeah, they're the dumbest. So, so I guarantee that like there were probably fucking readers that were just like, Phew, I wanted to read Savage Dragon eighteen, but I couldn't find it on the shelf. I found a book called The Savage Something with a dragon head on it. Yeah. And it was na- it had an 18 on the cover. Right. And it had drag- the fiend, which is a savage dragon character. Right. But goddamned if I could fucking find the issue I wanted. I mean, I don't want to jump ahead, but the next cover has a similar problem, too. Now that I'm right. looking at them side by side. Yeah. Like, um, like I said, he did it a lot more often in the early days. I like a, a logo that's covered up. It's still legible, but I, I like it when it's messed with a little bit. There's a weird tangent going on with Fiend's hair and that blood on Dragon's fin. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. Weird. That is weird. Weird. Weird choice. Yeah, but so what do you think about that nipple, Raven? I know you're a nipple guy. Oh, Critique yeah. Critique this nipple. So, um, it's cowardly. It needs to have harsh black shadows, right? <laughs> I don't like the subtle color only, like, and also too, like, I don't know if it hits your eye as flat as it does mine, but like for some reason it appears, even though it's clearly supposed to be a nerd through shirt, right? It's just not very, doesn't have a lot of depth because of the way it's colored. Right. I got to give this like a three out of 10. It looks like an any. Yeah, that- exactly. Thank is, is, is a three like an appreciation that they tried? Yeah, three is better than no nipple. So you get a point for existence. Um, it includes an areola, so okay. Okay, it's you not get, just a bump. A, Got yeah, it. You get, a, you get a point, but I think you did mention that that's an incredibly small areola, right? So, all right, but whatever, you know, that's fine. Well, I don't think uh, there's, because Eric didn't draw a nipple on here. No. Right. Do you That's think it. they just went ahead and just said, we're going to add a nipple? Or do you think Eric requested it? Like it was like going to the colorist and he's like, ah, oh, fuck. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Guys, put in a nipple, please. Before. <laughs> well, they don't have internet at this point, really. So he's like, he's like calling Some, them up. Someone the was one. trying to be fancy with their digital color. Wouldn't it be funny if it was like they did it for a goof and forgot to turn off the layer? Yeah, that's possible, too. <laughs> it is. No, but it's. it's it's good. I actually like this cover, right? It's I like good... the cover. I don't like that nipple. I do not like it. What? What's your numerical rating? Me? Yeah. One to ten. Oh, man. I don't <laughs> want to rate boobs. They're all beautiful. Yeah, but you're rating this right. one nipple. Well, I give it's it a zero because I think it looks bad. And bad is a zero. 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 You know, I think I gotta go with a three. Also, you know, you get one point for being a nipple. Yep. How how great is Larson big hair? By the way, I love it. I love dude. it. Love it. Love that big hair. And fucking all those little like strands, fantastic. You know, um, jumping on in like what's funny is, so we get like some great use of old panels, right? And uh, I got to say, like, it's just funny to me because we're still in the year 2023 having the Savage Dragon mature book 
you know, conversation. I just, it's a conversation that's six years old now as of this recording. And I just wish it would goddamn die in a fire, but look at little Debbie Harris, like spread out on that sheet with that, like super clingy blanket on mm-hmm. her butt. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, dude, that's mature. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, she's covered by a blanket, but like, come on, dude, that's like some erotic shit. So it's interesting that he recaps all of this because remember this all appeared in uh, image zero and yeah. I don't think it's been reprinted in the trade paperback at this point. Cause I think the trade paperback was only the mini series yeah, unless, this was, unless it was enforced to be reckoned with. I actually can't remember now. I think it's in the trade paperback. Is it? But if, first, but if you were buying edition? singles, if so. you were buying singles, you would need this though, right? right? I think it was included in the trade paperback because it was so hard to find. Right. Yeah. I, I just I, know that when I, I read, I had issue one, and I, I was like, I had no idea why he was so sad. In the first <laughs> issue one of the ongoing, I mean, just, his girlfriend died. I'm like, who the hell is this? What? He's just sitting in the in the shadows. I'm losing it, Frank. Yeah, got a mustache now. That what a picture sad hero. with her on her belly with the blanket is on on there twice on this page. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Uh... He liked that one. <laughs> Just in case you missed it. Yeah. There's another one. It is funny. Uh, and I, I do appreciate, too, that we get the multiple iterations of The Fiend, you know? Yeah. Like, there's some several, there's some failed fiends that didn't have enough hate. It's nice. I like it. Yeah, found a good host with uh, Bonnie Harris here. Yeah, sexy. <laughs> I like I like the sexy body that like degrades. Are you guys? Let me ask you: Is that kind of a Gozar the Gozarian inspired thing, or is that more like say um, Weird Science? That's uh, I think Super Bowl Beyonce. Super Bowl, <laughs> yeah, time traveling Larson. <laughs> <laughs> well, what yeah. do you think of these nipples? Fantastic. Okay. See, those are better because of the, the hard shadow that he wants so badly. Yeah. Yeah, the neat. lighting source at the right place. Huh? Yeah, this is a great like that's that whole double page spread is fantastic with the foreground bathed in red and the city and the sky in blue. Hmm, it's good. Yeah, I like how loose a lot of this is too on the ground. Yeah, dude. Well, look at the veins, like the like veins on Dragon's arm. That's just fucking willy nilly. Yeah, this is going fucking nuts, and it looks great. But like this shit between like his feet, like the, what that? What are those lines? That's nothing. It's just fun though, like right? Like it's good it's visual like, interest. It's like Sienkiewicz shit right there. It looks yeah. really cool. Yeah, yeah. The rubble. I mean, a lot of the shit going on in the rubble is clearly mm-hmm. just like he took white out and just went. There it was. Yeah, it looks good. This is a nice one. I like the lighting on her hair. Yeah. Yeah, this is one of those where the art and the color are just fan-fucking-tastic, man. Oh, uh, shout-outs to lettering also, too. I love the Fiend's, like, red word balloons with white letters. Mm, She's got a a spawn thing going on, yeah. Yeah, she's got her own unique balloons, too. I wonder what she sounds like. Oh, you know, dude. Well, we've got a... A soon-to-be professional Disney voice artist with us <laughs> on the podcast. I'm sure he would love to demonstrate. Yep, here we go. Seeing you now increases my hatred! Uh, I wouldn't want to hear that for an hour and a half. How embarrassing. I meant 
I was talking about Jim. <laughs> and then here comes Raven. <laughs> I don't know. I think she'd be more. Um, I'm imagining something. Yeah. Softer. Com- not put softer. your money where your mouth is. Go for it. Growlier. A lot of revibe. Yeah. Some uh, vocal fry. Well, sorry I don't have my goddamn sound synthesizer up for this fincast. You know, you, you gotta love something about Dragon. He does try to reason with her. He really does. Yeah. And, and it and his arguments are all reasonable. But uh, also, her daughter is dead. So, I don't know how well it's gonna work out for him. But it it is her fault, though. Yeah. Yeah. But she's in denial about it, or she doesn't yeah. care. Do you think he would be able to convince her maybe a little better if he had eyebrows that would show his expressions? <laughs> he he like, I can't tell off. this guy's fucking with me or not. What's... There's something weird about his the third panel, his face in the third panel. There's something really familiar about It's almost... Okay. Don't know how this is going to go over. There's almost something like Fieldian about his face in the third panel. To me. It doesn't personally bother me, but I know you hate Liefeld art, so... I think it might just be those thin eyebrows. Might be. Did they get burned off? I mean, I'm pretty sure that's yeah. what happened, right? Well, there was fire, for sure, but he's, the, his clothes uh, are intact. Dragon Slayer. Oh, right! I forgot the about the Dragon yeah. Slayer. That's why he doesn't have eyebrows. Yeah. Continuity, don't you love it? <laughs> he doesn't. He has no eyebrows for a reason. It's it, he didn't. They weren't forgotten. It's continuity. Yeah. Um. As I read this, like reread this for the uh, fincast, I got to say, I'm thinking of a young Robert Kirkman, and he's reading this, and he sees the fiend like just run her hand through him, and he's like, God damn! One day that's going to just happen a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it doesn't make any sense. I'm no, it's such a good visual though of her flying around with him stuck on her arm like that it's yeah, great it is good it's so cool it's very good um i love the body i uh, like the uh just like sort of the anatomy of her like leaning in like not just for perverse reasons i mean it looks cool of her like leaning in to like stab her fist through and then you get that like close-up on the clenched fist oh it's good shit yeah this is good storytelling we're going to find a lot of that in this issue. Yeah. yeah. It's firepower. Remember firepower? Yeah. He fucking gets smoked. <laughs> Did he show up before this? No. But he shows up again someday. You're doing pretty much the same thing, I think, right? Yeah. He's got ambition, but not the ability he, uh, to back if, it up. If I remember correctly, he actually took control of the vicious circle and then got killed by Dart. Is my recollection. Yeah, darts in the eyes. Well, who are these bad guys in that first panel with Overlord? I Liam. mean, Craig would know. This is like a Craig specialty. Mm-hmm. Craig um, would be like, "Oh, that's a." Uh... I mean, I know who they are. I just see Oh yeah, well, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't know, but one of them looks really cool with a freaking uh, cross on his face. It's too bad he's defying Overlord, and he's sure to be an ash pile soon. That's uh, warfare. Warfare. Yeah, it's warfare. Uh, in the middle, that is body count, I believe. And then that's Raw Dog with the little red circles on his head. Raw Dog? Yeah. 
Oh my. <laughs> raw dog is a fantastic villain name. <laughs> it doesn't look like a raw dog. Pull and pray. <laughs> we lose the cloak here. Yeah, dude, it's awesome. It's 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 such a cool visual of him just getting like, you know, and you get to see like the cinders of the cloak. Yeah. And then just the next panel, he's just cloakless and he looks fucking badass. Like a phoenix from the wow. ashes. That, that continuity again, because I don't think his cloak ever comes back. No, Eric hated the cloak. Look at the uh, Super Patriot style shoulder pads at this point. Yeah. Like the big hanging. Well, yeah, they're they're, well, they're they're pretty beefy. on the page before it. Yeah, continuity is not so important. Mm. Not so important yet. All right, I'm never reading this book again. <laughs> Horse shit. Well, this is yeah because he never liked the cloak on Overlord. It was great for building suspense, though. Yeah, he, when it was what, the first issue, he didn't know what he was going to look like, so he just put him in a cloak. <laughs> Doc, uh, literally, a, literally a Doctor Doom cloak. Yeah. Yep. But then he doesn't have it on the cartoon, so I'm sure, because that was already in production, so he already had the idea to get rid of the cloak. Right. But he just looks so much cooler without it. Oh, yeah. Just fucking, you know, just a badass. We got War God and... Braun. Braun? Yeah. Hmm. We're big fans. We're big Braun fans here. Too bad, man. It's always fun when dragons just get brutalized. Yeah, he's really made a bitch. Like he's I a, love he's this, a like, fun punching bag sometimes. Just the fucking panel that I love talking about sequential art, like the panel of her like up above the graveyard, and then the close in and of him like coming off the hand, and then just fucking you know, the the mirror panel of him falling all the way to the ground. Oh, that's good stuff. There's a lot of weird skinny long panels in this too I, I like those like those are like that McFarlane shit he makes it work he really does like I forget which comic I read that had a bunch of those and it didn't work hmm. and I was just like ooh skinny panel hard sell but goddamn, this issue's full of amazing skinny panels it's tough to pull off but when you've got there's the motion going from top to bottom I mean it's it makes a lot of sense yeah, old old dragon still trying to make reason. What do you guys think now? This is uh, Craig's favorite, like the slow build the octopus. Yep. With the, <laughs> come to Papa, that's a good boy. <laughs> like what the you, way. What do you think Cyberface is doing? Just walking around? Is he like coked out? Not coked out, but like well, he's he's freshly he's he's freshly like uh, rebuilt by Project Born Again, right? So he's like, right. it's like right. his mind's all messed up. Just wandering around. I like to think like he he was coming to this point, like it was fucking being summoned, you know. Yeah. Like Gizmo I mean, Duck's I mean, armor. I mean, Octopus does have a device in his hand. Yeah, I thought it was a syringe, but it, it looks more high tech than that. I'm not sure. Or maybe it's just a high tech syringe. When when did he was that blood strike when Cyberface was with um, Project Born Again? Ooh, good question. So I know I there's know. one of those books where they go into it and they show him. And he's like, I I think we covered it, but I'll be goddamned if I can remember. 
Yeah, it's Jim, been so long. I think you're correct because I remember, I remember us sort of breezing through. We did like a because I, I, I remember of, Dragon would looked really goofy in that issue. Yeah, we did a like bunch bubbly of, legs, right? <laughs> yes, yeah, and we did like a shit ton of like really short Dragon cameos. And I remember like you or Craig both was like, "Oh, this is the important part though," because this is where he gets fucking rebuilt. And he's like, "Oh shit." Yeah, I think it was in Bloodstrike Eleven. Maybe, yeah. It's been a while. But even like the to let something like that happen in someone else's book, right? It's so weird. It's the beauty of Savage Dragon, man. It's 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 all gonna matter. It's all gonna count. Well, not all. It doesn't all matter. Ten I mean, views, yeah. I don't think matters. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but there's that hint. There's a hint of it matters. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I had no idea. I didn't have that book for the longest time, so I didn't even know what Project Born Again was. <laughs> or Cyber Dad. I didn't know any of that shit was. It was just word word soup in Savage Dragon to you, right? Exactly. <laughs> I like Bonnie getting bigger as she's using her powers to do other shit. Yes, dude. That's really cool. Her hair is getting bigger, too. Like It's not just like her body expands. But like her hair is growing, ah, it's good shit. And this fucking, this well, yeah, like look at this fucking like this. It's getting taller. This like when Debbie uh, Harris is coming out of the fucking uh, ground. Oh yeah, it's going nuts, huh? Ah, so good, dude. The fucking inking on that shit. Little splatter action. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, this is one of those things that like just fucking cemented to me. I was like, God damn, this is a good ass comic. Like this a much is... bigger exit wound on the back of her head than on the front, too. Right. <laughs> it's just so good. This graveyard fight is so goddamn good, dude. I love it. I love the bit when uh you know she goes to embrace Dragon and her mom tears him apart so hard her arms come off. Right. It's like little maggots popping out of the sockets there. And the way she's like, boom, mom. <laughs> it's so good, dude. That uh, wild, uh, dragon wild star pinup. Uh, the same. I don't, uh, I don't have one of those. Same team it's that great. did the last one in the Freak Force issue. Uh, Chris, uh, Chris uh, Marianne, Moran, and Al Gordon. I don't know. Moran and yeah, maybe. Yeah, Marin uh, sounds good to me. Dragon looks a little odd. His head looks a little low, but uh, otherwise looks pretty good. Yeah, I'm uh, sad that you don't have it, Mark, because there's some fantastic just uh, kit bash bullshit going on with the guns. Yeah. I mean, it's just lines everywhere that don't mean anything, but they look so cool. I mean, it just looks great. This guy's great. Like, I would love to read more comics. Like, as long as, like... You could get that combo of like Gordon and him together, because clearly, man, together it's just fucking magic. Like these two do good shit. Would have loved to have seen Freak Force done by them. Woo. Yeah, that would work. How do you like this goddamn exposition dump? Uh, I like that it's a uh, callback to uh, Dragon is missing. Oh, yeah. I'll Only in, in this case, it's, it's Frank Darling's alive. Right. Which this 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 will recur many times in the future, with the uh, the exterior police station and uh, something 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 info dump. And it's always Ray Wong too delivering, isn't he? Is he like is he just the gossip guy for the? 
Chicago PD's gossip guy. Item. <laughs> Missing lieutenant. <laughs> Bludgeon is currently pushing up daisies after. And see, now that's yeah. a Freak Force reference. Yep. Right? And so, again... Which is why just... I wanted to be sure we read this after we read Freak Force. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's great. I mean, it's really... And here's the thing is, like, we talked about, like, how... Talk about things that you didn't really get when you were reading this initially. I didn't know what the fuck he was referring to. Bludgeon is pushing up daisies after it never tells you. No. Right? Like, he gets fucking cut off. But what's cool is that's totally a reference to fucking Freak Force. But this is good, too, because it's usually you get an, your exposition dump like on the first page or so. This is getting caught up to speed like, was it halfway through the book? Right. <laughs> it's good. It's good stuff. Get that sweet read a meter made sidewinder. <laughs> Which is funny because it's like, even though I'm making a joke here, but that kind of just early Savage Dragon just constantly had the love triangle shit going, like all the time. So even though it's just like a panel of her. When you raise like dragons' apartments destroyed and he's missing and like you got Rita there, it's like uh oh, right? She's worried. She's worried. See, I now understand why it was actually narratively important to establish that uh, that Debbie Harris's mom there has like small nipples. <laughs> Just check it out. You think that's a nipple or a shadow? I'm pretty sure it's, it's a, that's shadow a shadow and not a giant areola. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying is that's a shadow because we know that canonically she's got those They're small tiny. raspberries. Yeah. Got the raspberries. Establishing it so, just so you know when you see this later, it's not a, it's not a nipple. Yeah, it's not an areola. Yeah, exactly. You know that shadow cast by his hand. That's not an areola, okay? We're not tactless. <laughs> Man, you got to love this graveyard smash. It's fantastic. My Ish. favorite part is the legs kicking dragon in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good, dude. It was such a stroke of genius to have one of the cops that he fucking killed be like come back and talk to him. Yeah. Julian, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> it's so good. You know, it's not good. Colorists not realizing that he's got grit teeth. Makes me very sad. Wait, 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 wait. Grit teeth? What are you talking about? In the Julian I'm Sorry Man panel. Wait, what? Where the pant, where the legs are kicking, before the legs are kicking him in the butt. Who though, Dragon? Yeah, look at Dragon's mouth. He's got the, you know, the er early Eric Larson grit teeth. Does he? Looks like a smile. Looks like it's a, it's a sly smile. No, No, but it's it's supposed to be. That's because the color's. Missed, missed his teeth or colored him so lightly that you can't really see him yeah uh, yeah it's, it's kind of lit but it's so light it's like no they should be white i guess i'm confused because i i don't see teeth those They're lines there. there's gums and shit yeah those lines to indicate the gums that's... oh okay okay you know yeah, what you know what i can see it now right yeah and again, it changes the drawing because it looks kind of like he's smiling, but he's absolutely grimacing. Interesting. I'm gonna have to yeah, think. Julian, I'm sorry. Like, he's sarcastic about it. Yeah. I was possessed. There was I, I, nothing I, 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 I could do. I always read it that way. 
You read it? <laughs> no wonder you're always like, Dragon's a dick. That's the guy he hates. Like, that one I killed on purpose because he sucked. <laughs> I was, was possessed that? except for that one. Yeah. I said, well, I'm, people already think I'm possessed. I may as well kill one more guy. It's that Julian guy I don't like. Yeah. I'll get away with it. Uh, it's good stuff. Yeah, I like where... Uh, Maybe we should re- remind Eric about that. Maybe we can get that fixed for the... Actually, we should check if it's been fixed in the trade, honestly. That that coloring thing that we just talked about? Yeah. Hmm. I'm sure it's probably been bothering him for 20-some years. <laughs> right. <laughs> See, every once in a while, he'll show up and be like, here's a, a cover I did for Marvel in the 80s that they fucked up, so I had to go back and fix the colors on it. <laughs> No one else I, don't is gonna. For, I don't think he forgets. No, dude. Those things, like, fucking live with him. They stick with you. It's so weird seeing Dragon with, like, this tiny little stubble on his body hair. Right. This it, is before the commitment to full-on... Well, I think that's why the, the grinning, the teeth thing is bugging me so much. It looks like he has fucking stubble on his teeth. No, the teeth are clean. You sure about that? Yeah, because the teeth are. It's the thing is, is Eric would draw the grin. So, the, so the, there's a strip there. So the so the the clean strip is the teeth. No, the clean strip is bottom lip, and the way he would draw even, it. I think we're gonna have to go in Photoshop and color this for him. Yeah, I'll fix it up. Yeah, I'll, fix I'll show it. You. Show me. Yeah, yeah. I'll show Do it. You. Yeah. Do it, Raven. Yeah, I'll show you. It's all good. But the thing is, is he draws that grimace a lot early yeah. on. It's like a signature of his art. Like, he does it a ton. So that's how I recognize it as a colorist boo-boo. So. You can see a couple pages before that with uh, Howard Niceman talking to Ray Wong. He's got kind of a very similar mouth, but it's colored correctly. Right. And so you see how the line isn't there really along the bottom of the teeth? Like, all he's done is just draw the, like, the, you know, cracks between the teeth. Okay. Moving right along. Listen. No, let's talk about this for another 20 minutes. <laughs> I do love that uh, Dale is such a cock block. Fucking this Dale is a cock block subplot. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he was the fiend in the cartoon, wasn't he? Dale was? I didn't watch the cartoon, Maybe. so yeah, you got to help me. I, I, I've watched the cartoon. It's been so long. I think Howard was a fiend, too. Maybe Dale. I know Dale was in the cartoon. I don't know if they called him Dale or not, but. I think that was a time where they were coming up with stuff for the show and he just worked it into the comics. Fireman Dale being such a, like, little bitch about things, to me was always the funniest thing. Because it was, like, unnecessarily building Dragon up as a good guy. <laughs> that Like, here's this guy that's just a fucking jealous dick. Yeah, pretty sure we know where he was on January 6th. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we got to check the footage for that. I think we know where he was. Oh yeah, yeah. I love uh, I love all the stuff going on with uh, you know big big uh, fiend. I love all the like ripples and shadows and like the little crimples and dimples in her body. I love zombie uh, zombie Debbie, just fucking with, like with arms. No arms. Yeah, yeah, no arms, just like fucking. I love the crowd of zombies. Cheering, cheering her on when she tosses his ass. <laughs> yeah. <across> the... <laughs> they are loving it. Clapping. <laughs> it's 
it's so good. Even the headless one, dude. It's so good. Yeah, I like I love the fin getting shredded. Like fin damage. So good, man. Yeah, he's really getting his fucking ass handed to him. Yeah, it's getting shredded, huh? Hey, question. So we have sort of uh, picked up on that early 90s Eric liked to throw in lines from movies, right? Mm-hmm. So Night of the Creeps, you had, uh, you know, he picks up the phone and says, thrill me. Right. Dragon does that. I got to say, kill him, mommy, kill him. That's got to be a Friday the 13th. Kill him, mommy. Kill him. It's I, so I, creepy. I, I, I wouldn't know. I uh, don't watch spoopy movies. I don't know if Eric does either. I don't. Does he do these lines on purpose? It's I mean, or, it's too many coincidences. Are you kidding? Or these are just like common phrases that. So so you didn't get a Mrs. Voorhees vibe. I mean, I do now, but I never did before. You never did before? Uh uh-uh. uh No, I never did. Could be me just reading too much into it, dude. But you know the scene, right? Yeah. Where Mrs. Voorhees... So for, for Jim or other people who don't listen to spoopy movies, at the end of the original Friday the 13th, you know, Mrs. Voorhees does a child's voice and her second personality speaks and goes, kill him, mommy, kill him, or kill her or whatever. But like, I just as I say this, I have always, I have always thought this was a Friday the 13th reference. Hmm. I never caught that. Mm, all right screwing prostitutes that uh that scene where the fiend was just floating outside the window (laughs) just watching them yeah just watching him fuck it makes so much more sense now because the fiend was just building hate Mm -hmm. she was fat as fuck in that one too i think right yeah just seething yeah look at him fucking he's fucking so good i'm so fucking mad and this issue's over already. This one really flew by. It's a fucking good one, wasn't it? Yeah. Hey, Mark, comic artist to comic artist, uh, don't mm. you wish that Isabella Westerland from Stockholm, Sweden had done more comics? Pretty yeah, it's pr- not bad. It's a terrible resolution. Yeah, <laughs> it's very bad. Very bad quality, but very great rendering it's a really really hairy dragon yeah yeah well she wrote a letter in this one too um i think um, what does it say so check out the torso on this other dragon yeah <laughs> you know i won't beat up on these people these are fans yeah she says in her letter uh if you're going to have Rapture running around in the nude like this, I want, no, I demand to get to see Dragon's bare ass now and then, too. So she's calling for more Dragon nudity, so she decided to make her own. Listen, not only do I support it, but I'm going to call Eric out. He never did give us heroic dong. You know, we had no, all... but he was nude in the previous issue. We had all kinds of evil dong. He never got heroic dog. Just saying. I'm trying to think of. There were those those male strippers. I think we saw their wieners. In what issue? When uh, 
I don't remember which issue number it was. It was Maxine was getting going crazy at the at the strip club? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and right. People were they filmed it. I think they, I think you saw those strippers wieners. Yeah, that's correct. And that one. Yeah, so uh, pretty kick-ass issue, uh, pretty tight. Love the uh, love the letters column. Love the uh, things we of, of note. Uh, we get a little bit of an Eric Larson like kind of breakdown, just a little bit of how he did Freak Force. It's kind of interesting. So worth your time if you're going yeah. back through here. There's another thing in the letters column too, where someone asked about She Dragon. Mm-hmm. And her different personalities. Ooh. Um, I wrote it down. Someone asked how many different personalities she has, and Eric responded with eight. Which is weird, because we know that there are five members of the Eternal Youths. So I don't know if he just tossed out a number. Because <laughs> it sounds like he did not have the Eternal Youths uh, planned ahead of time. Right. Can you imagine eight, though? If the Eternal Youth showed up and there's fucking eight of them? Right. Just fucking like a team. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe uh, there were eight and some of them died. I mean, it's entirely possible. Yeah. Well, is he talking about them in terms of them being personalities or voices? Because they may not have intended them to be characters so much as just personalities within She-Dragon. I think they were talking about the voices that she hears in her head which I assume would be those uh, different characters because she doesn't really have uh, split personality no she doesn't well it's established she doesn't but it's initially presented as being a possibility no it is hilarious I'm sorry as as we've been talking about this I've just been combing Augie's letter and Augie says that Eric said he didn't want to make this a fuck book. <laughs> and then Augie criticizes, but it's fast becoming one. <laughs> at, at, at 18. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Interesting. 1995. 1995. He's ahead of the curve by a lot, dude. He's disappointed in Eric and fucking <laughs> before it was cool. Hey guys, what do you think about this Savage Dragon 19 cover? I kind of love it. It's a great cover. I really like it. Covers up the logo once again. Yeah. And a little bit of misdirection, because uh, as we know, there's no real, like, you know, he's not underwater, he's fighting in a sewer. But kind of the way the cover's colored, it definitely gives an underwater kind of vibe. Or if you haven't read this, maybe you assume that Dragon died. And is this is some kind of demon, maybe, that Bonnie Harris summoned to get him? Who knows? Yeah, good point, because, again, up to this moment, we haven't really seen Octopus do his thing. Right. So very cool. I feel bad that Craig isn't here, because this is literally one of his go-to references for slow burn reveals. Is he yeah. always talk about like how even guys like Octopus got slow burn reveals? And he it, showed this, up first to what in twelve? Yeah, and fucking here he is in all the way in issue like fucking nineteen, getting even still yet on the cover a tease. 
Because the people who were reading this monthly at the time were probably like, Oh my god, we're going to find out what's going on with the octopus guy. Finally! <laughs> Did we know he was an octopus guy at that point? You knew that there was an octopus. You oh, had that's not... right, the tentacles. Okay. Yeah, because at one point, open face... Through the ceiling or something? Yeah, he goes up, and the fucking tentacles come down and pull him up. Right. But you did not know that it was like a Doc Ock kind of a thing, right? I am noticing that I need to get a new copy of this issue. Because <laughs> I don't keep my books in, like, bags or anything. Right. I just put them in the box. But this cover is falling off. Yeah, that's the problem, the huge problem with doing these retros, uh, is uh, you will realize that these 30-year-old books, a lot of them, if you don't take care of them like I don't, Right. are in horrible fucking you want to know a really tragedy dude to just bring it up like when i was doing the daily reread i used to go to work at a call center and let my co-workers read my issues of savage dragon because i was trying to make them into fans right yeah mm-hmm. i had no idea how many greasy fucking fingerprints were on my issues and after years of being in a box like right. literally i found crumbs of food with like a, a grease lake like a little grease lake around the crumb. And I was just like, well, this is goddamn ruined. Very sad. Uh, there's there's whole issues that really need replaced because they had fucking crumbs in them. I was like, oh, my God, dude. And mine are all missing the pinups also. Yeah, I had one that was missing a pinup, and I didn't realize it till the retro. Craig and Jim were talking about how awesome the pinup was, and I was like, pinup. And they're like, oh, you're missing it. I was like, God damn it. Yours just didn't come with it? I bought it used. Mm. I I elected to remove mine. Yeah, old Dragon decides he's going to kick some ass. And uh, he's just... Right, he's like, I'm done trying to talk you out of this. (laughs) I'm not going to let you kill me. This is horseshit, yeah. And then young Kirkman smiles once again. This double page spread is so good. Yes, dude. Fucking working the shit out of it, right? Mm-hmm. I just and you got to be so aware of where your pages are going to be split to, right? And her face on that last panel—it's—it's it's getting real close, but mm. he knows when to stop. Right. <laughs> It's so good, dude. And then the build-up to the page flip. Why? Why do you want me dead? Dude, this was such a genius stroke. Right. This is a genius way to end the fight. So we can be together again in heaven forever. (laughs) Bonnie's fucking face is so perfect, too. Where she's just like, oh, shit. Right. (laughs) Fucking perfect. Perfect. Fucking, there's a scene in The Simpsons where fucking Maude Flanders has died. Spoilers. And Mo goes, uh, boy, I sure wish she was around. I'd love to take a crack at that. <laughs> and fucking Mo, Ned gets mad and starts beating up Mo. And Mo's like, oh, yeah, send me to Maude, baby. Send me to Maude. <laughs> as, as a Savage Dragon fan, that's kind of <laughs> what Dragon does here. Pretty much. Oh yeah, send me send me to Debbie. Oh yeah. 
it's weird that he talks about like all I ever wanted to do was like love her and it's like I loved her so much or whatever. But it's like they didn't know each other that long. Yeah, <laughs> I always noticed that as well, and it it, it it does appear that Dragon is sincere. Yeah, is that if she had if she had lived, it seems like she would have been the one. I mean, or, or is it like somebody that has no memory? That's the longest relationship he's been in. So, well, he's he's well, he's been with Rapture for a while now, but yeah, I guess since then, but yeah, I guess she is kind of his type. Is in his first right? She's blonde, exactly. Blonde, big boobs, like yeah. But it it is weird that it's always like how sincere he does come off, but they they really didn't know each other that well. Her, they hooked up once. He as fell as I in know. love with his first piece. Yeah, I guess so. Just kidding. That wasn't his first piece, was it? It was, wasn't it? Also, think about it like this. He is currently in a relationship with Rapture, and he's saying these things. Like, he could be happy dying and going to the afterlife with Debbie. Right. <laughs> wow. What a whore. Yeah. What a man whore. Oh, my. Yeah, what a slut. <laughs> That's a good point. He really deserves what he gets. You know, I hope he dies. <laughs> Man, listen, when she throws him down off of her hand and it's just like thud. Right. And then now what? That is such a good drawing, dude. I just love all the rimples and dipples. And now listen, you want some funny? You want some funny? I've read this too many times thing. Look at the shadow between Debbie Harris's legs. Oh, yeah, do I have pretty, to? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a little shadow beef. Right? Well, I was going to say, we, I was going to say last issue, we could actually, there was a couple of shots of her beef, you know, <laughs> covered by costume, but there. Yeah. Well, oh, I mean, no. here it is. Just a little bit. Great shadows, though, dudes. The shadows oh, on this no. is just fucking incredible. It's so awesome. And the coloring yeah. looks so good, dude. Yeah, the coloring's starting to get really good around this time. Well, it's that, uh, what is it, Reben Rude right now? Highlights. Yeah, it's Reben Rude. He's, uh... Yeah. And then just this sequence where she's just fucking shredding him up. Oh, it's so good. And this sequence would be repeated in issue 25. Ooh. When Mighty Man is resetting Dragon's Bones. Okay. I think it's the same. Same sequence? Yeah, that makes sense, actually. That, from my from memory, I do recall the uh, left-right punches being very similar. So that would be an... That is a, that is a really cool callback. If... It's good. It's good stuff. Rest in peace, why don't you? So funny. Yeah, and they all just collapse. <laughs> How about this pa- what, that panel when she says that too? She looks like such an ogre. Yeah. <laughs> With the bottom lip. Yeah, like, she's pouting. Rest in peace, why don't you? And her hair is not as lively. It's great, dude. It's great, like... Emotional hair. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying is it's like body language. <laughs> like, see, it looked all hunched over in defeat. Yeah. Ah, it's just good. Just fucking good shit. Her big ass as she dives away. Yeah, dude, it's so good. Oh, I'll be back. That's clearly a reference <laughs> to the Terminator. 
because of Eric loves to put in lines from movies. I don't know if you know this or not, Raven. You sarcastic bastard. Sarcastic? I don't even know what sarcasm means. <laughs> now we got him in the graveyard. Do you think this is a callback to the uh, burning field? Or is this just there's only so many ways to do a aerial shot of somebody laying down on the ground? You know what I feel like it's a callback to is the uh, bloody scene in the uh, fucking grocery store. With Super Patriot? Yeah, remember too much blood? Ugh. And there's yeah. just fucking bodies laying all around? Oh yeah, that could be. Keep your burning field callbacks. I'm here for your bloody grocery store callbacks. <laughs> Those are what the true fin heads want. Yeah, my at first I thought burning field, but then I was like, no, dude, it's got to be, it's got to be where he just fucking gets the shit beat out of him by Super Patriot. He hasn't had all his bones broken and dumped in a chimney yet, right? That's that's later. <laughs> that's later. Yeah. That's 22, I think. Yeah. 23. 22 or 23. It's coming up. Yeah. It's coming or up. Maybe it's both. We got Dale getting his ass chewed out here. Old dipshit Dale. And boy, is he saved by the bell here, right? Yeah. <laughs> saved by Dragon, ironically. He's such an asshole. It's like, oh, Dragon. He's beaten up. Like, I'll get my my tongue lashing later. <laughs> I got Clo- close-ups of Alex are always so odd because he's always got those big eyes. I mean, I'm into it. Like, I think like it looks good. Yeah, I like him. What's funny is I, I guess she's free balling it in that hospital gown. I guess that I guess that's funny, because the girls. I'm just saying the girls are like just swinging low, sweet chariots. <laughs> I love this scene with Doctor Plucker <laughs> here, just telling everybody what's going on. It's like when you want to have like a a nice action scene in your movie, but you don't have a budget. <laughs> just have someone describing what's happening, right? <laughs> But I think it's effective. I think if you showed it, it wouldn't really... Because it's hard to kind of so, show this stuff in static images. Right. Right. I think it's real smart. Yeah, this is one of those things where you have to, you know, words and pictures it, right? Yeah. Like, you're just not going to be able to show this unless you have, like, shit tons of panels. And you really wouldn't even want them. He's healing over the clamps. Like, <laughs> how do you show that? Yeah. Yeah. Damn it, he's healing onto the scalpel. Right. It's good stuff. I think this is Plucker's first appearance. I'm just shocked that you know this dude's name. That's hardcore. You don't forget a name like Dr. Plucker. <laughs> oh, and uh, I think this is the uh, this is the uh, first appearance of Malcolm. As uh, Dragon has had his dick ripped off at this by Debbie, by Debbie Harris's oh. mother. I see what you mean, yeah. <laughs> this this is what will undo his vasectomy. Right. Good, good one. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is he going with this? Yeah, I was like, Malcolm, what? Oh. Uh, up till him. now, Dragon only shot blanks. Uh, now he's yeah. a loaded gun. Mm-hmm. He's a twinkle in Dragon's eye. 
I like, you got to appreciate a gal who sees a man just completely like laid up. Like he's just fucking covered in casts. And she's like, yo, D, can I get some dick? Right. <laughs> Dragon and would like one too. Thanks. Eric opted not to give her that sweet gown that Moo Moo that Vic gave her. <laughs> That'd be hard Same to mount. Gotta, though, right? So this is after the bludgeon fight. Yeah. yeah. It's gotta, you gotta, gotta be hard to mount when you got one leg in a cast. I mean, I bet, I bet a working girl can figure it out. They both have casts on, so. <laughs> yeah. Just imagine, like, you're in the hospital and you just hear clack, clack, clack. Yeah, this seems like a lot of effort. When you need a lot the D, of broken pieces of plaster everywhere. When you need the D, you need the D. Guys, Two words have never been spoken. Man, is Howard Neesman the dumbest motherfucker in the world? Yeah, <laughs> just the dumbest. He, he's headstrong. He's real headstrong. You can, anything Wait, we, dra- anything we drag- used to do all this stuff before Dragon showed up. Like, yeah, you guys were getting Murdered. destroyed. Yeah. That's- <laughs> This stuff happened all the time. Now, I've got this poster by Scott Eaton and Bill Anderson. Really nice. Oh, it's beautiful. Scott Eaton Eaton did uh, Strange Visitors. Is is he the one that did Vanguard, Strange Visitors? Yes. Okay. It's beautiful. Although, once again, I don't uh, think... um, Oh, what's her name? What's her name? Roxanne. Roxanne doesn't seem to have, like, a standard model. Yeah, yeah, all over. She's very April O'Neil. In this, this in the in this point, yeah. Because people I, doing I, whatever they want. Whatever they want, yeah. She's it looks like a grandma sometimes, and then other times she looks like she's like sixteen. Right. But with Howard going through the sewer, though, this is another example of those long, skinny panels that really work. Oh yeah, dude. It's hard because when you do those skinny panels, there's you're always terrified. Like I'm not going to be able to fit any words <laughs> in this, but there's there's plenty of words. Yeah, you have, a lot more, you, have a, you have you have a lot more like uh, empty space in the top and bottom of the panel sometimes. Yeah, you just got to make the text narrow. Mm-hmm. Well, the cool thing is though is like, and you're talking about like praising some art choices, like look at like the water reflections from the flashlight. And yeah. it really is just him going to fucking town. It's just a bunch of shit. How much? <laughs> okay, it, but I'm, it works. I'm not a nurse. How much of a pain in the ass is getting the perspective on the on the on the sewer in that first panel when it's just the that, skinny panel? Right. That's one point perspective, and the vanishing point is somewhere by like Howard's um, head in the next panel on the next page. Yeah. So it's not that one's pretty. That one's real easy. That one's just one point. But even the stuff where, like, the his partner's running away, and you can just see the fucking, like, footprints rippling in the shadow. It's all the whiteout, yeah. Well, it's a great use of the vertical stuff because you get the bit with Howard getting yanked away through the sky, and then you get uh-huh. that pull out where you see, uh, 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 what's his name? We know him. It's, uh... Phil Dirt? Yeah, it's Phil. We see, uh-huh. because as you say, we get to see all the footprints in the, in the, in the foreground... Right, running off to the back. So yeah, it, it makes good use of the skinny panels. And there's so much space between Howard's foot and Phil's head when he's getting yanked away that you really feel that he's getting pulled up. It's it. He's really making these work. Yeah, 
I mean, it's incredible. Like even the rat in the foreground. Yeah. It's just with like, that dude, big dude, ass. There's visual interest. This makes me want to do a bunch of skinny panels now on my next page that I do. Dude, I've, it's, fuck it's it up. not a thing I've done a lot because they're kind of fucking like, you know, challenging. <laughs> yeah, what do you draw, like half a face? Well, it works here with Phil because he's kind of uh, at an angle, so you can get kind of sort of a face. Right. <laughs> but I know that's something that McFarlane would do all the time. He'd put like, like half a face in these skinny panels, but they'd be so fucked up. <laughs> Like the nose, they just everything, all the facial features would just be in the wrong spot. Mm hmm. Ooh, what do we got here? Dragon talking to Alex. Yeah, she's so chipper. She's so happy to see him. <laughs> the true love. Dale, Dale is just a, you know, time killer. So, who else hears the uh, Popeye theme when he busts out of his cast? So good, dude. Was, was there a Fast and Furious movie where somebody did something like this? They just flexed out of a cast? <laughs> if there is, dude, I someone please write in and tell us. I feel like I saw a trailer. It was a Hobbs and Shaw or something. I don't know. I don't watch the movies, but I think it was in a trailer. You know what's funny about him flexing out of that cast is what the fuck was he doing that whole time? Just like Right, he could have done this yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> did he just like the food? Why was he doing that? Sorry, well, he was probably waiting for his eyebrows to come back. He's like, I don't want to leave. Sorry, oh, I, I found the gif. It's actually kind of shitty. Is it? Let me link it. Of him busting out of the cast? Yeah, it's pretty flaccid. Oh. <laughs> it's not a crack-a-back? Crack-a-rack. Crack Is that an R or a I'm, 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 I'm linking it in the uh, chat. I'm going to say crack-a-rack. I think you're probably right about a rack. Oh, it's the rock. Even worse. Oh, crack a rock. <laughs> yeah, it's crack a rock. I'm down to crack a rock. Jesus, down to crack a rock. Um, guys. Yep. How do you like a negative space silhouette? It's so weird because he doesn't usually do this stuff. He does not. But it's, it's fucking great, right? I think it looks great. It's very Sin City. Yeah, even the little light specks, like, coming off of, like, the wall, like, and back onto them, like, through, like, in the stay back, one wrong move, and your friend gets it, those, like, light specks coming back through the silhouette figure. Ooh, yeah. that's good stuff. So, what? I, I, gotta be, I gotta be honest, there's, like, a timeline discrepancy here that just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Where... Yeah, I know. Time has passed. Like I, I think it's like either several days because Dragon's healed uh, since Neesman went missing, and it's like so. Octopus has been down in the sewer with Cyberface the whole time, but like it's like almost like he's not doing anything. Like what? What? Or he? Or rather, he kidnaps Neesman. It doesn't do anything. He doesn't kill him. He just what keeps him around. Well, the thing is, is I don't think that much time has passed. No? Like, that that's why I was joking about him just busting out of his cast, because it's like, at the one page, you see Phil and Howard down in the sewer, and they're like, yeah, we don't need Dragon. And then right, like, I'm, ass- right. I'm assuming him getting kidnapped and him popping out, That's I'm assuming that's the same day. It is the same day, because yeah. I'm, I'm rereading it, and there's a, there's a, 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 
police band report about it happening. So yeah, it, it did just happen. My mistake. Never mind. I like where he's like, "You're back already." And he's like, "Yeah, you'll get over it." I feel like he's talking to the readers. Yeah. <laughs> like he just was fucked up. Like he's back on the the force already. He's he's looking for a new bad guy. Yeah, you'll get over it. <laughs> yeah, I got pages to fill. But how long do you think he was in the hospital? Because these are this is a real time book, and we can't be more than a day. Like, and what's <laughs> funny is it's a big jump in terms of his fucking healing factor, because yeah. like when we see him thrown on the spire, like it takes him a while, like right. he's on that spire overnight. But then, like in the hospital scene, he's healing so fast, like he's fucking gonna heal over the scalpel and shit like that. So it's like. His shit is clearly kicking into gear. You know what I mean? I mean, he's got the, he had bandages on his face, and then he doesn't. So, do you think it's like uh, an immune system where it just it learns how to react to gaping chest wounds? I would assume, if it's been exposed to it enough times. Yeah, I would. I would. Like, we know how to do this. It's kind of it's kind of like isn't it like the how it handles mind control? Like for just a little bit, it fucks with him, and then he gets over it. Yeah, what was that with? Was that a number six with mind warp? I mean, it, it's, to, it comes up a few times. He like tried to control him, then he's like punching himself in the face, and then the next panel is like, oh, I just decided not to be controlled anymore. Right, yeah. I'm getting used to this. Right. <laughs> in that same panel with that negative space dragon, look at how tiny Octopus's head is. Yeah, his body's huge. He's so big. It's, he's Marv. It just, it <laughs> just, he, stop, it just stops making sense. He's about to bust <laughs> he's out. The David Byrne. Yeah. He's about to bust out them, uh, them tentacles, dude. What a reveal, too. That's so good. Oh, fuck yeah. Are you kidding me? With the fucking like, beak and the meaty. Oh, the beak. So <laughs> Do you think he feeds that thing? I mean, you know. Do you think it makes noises? Like, well, I think we find out later, much, much, much later, that it's like an alien parasite. Yeah, it's kind of like a wild star situation. So you think when he masturbates, he shoots it right into that beak? <laughs> it's definitely not an ideal situation, no matter what way it goes. <laughs> That's right. Saves him on, saves him on like laundry. <laughs> Does he use the tentacles to do it? Like how Doctor Octopus would always have his robot arms do all his shit for him. I have to assume that Octopus has, in fact, used his tentacles in lovemaking. I mean, come on. Dude, look at Dragon. Well, I mean, we, that... we know he has because he's got a kid. Got a kid. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, but come on. Wouldn't you? Like, fucking come on, dude. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm nervous about that beak. I mean. Well, who's the mom? Just some prostitute, I assume. I can't remember if we were ever introduced to uh, his lover. <laughs> no, just just, just the results. O- Octopus's lover. <laughs> you know what? You know You've got eight you arms know, to hold you, baby. <laughs> uh, but I like that it's sort of implied that Open Face just made a clone. Yeah. Oh yeah. Octopus is out here fucking open faces like, <laughs> let's just get to it. Maybe he fucked with like an open face lady cologne. 
lord, dude. This reveal with Cyberface. What do you think of that? I mean, <laughs> Cyberface is just in a weird kind of a like. He's in a weird position now because he's really being treated like less of a character and more as a weapon. As a prop. Yeah, like he doesn't yeah. have any agency at all. Right. Which, may, which makes you wonder if he's going to be any use at all as you know his testimony. If he's just acting like a mindless robot. Right, because is he's not like they don't open bust up on the wall and then Cyberface is like, "Hey guys, what are you doing? Please let me out." No, he's got the he's got white for eyes and a vacant stare. That's never a good sign. Never. He's like a big cell phone, just charging. Dragon's happy. Must be his birthday. <laughs> right. Because you, oh, you, you know, Dragon just wants that warrant so he can go get blown up by by Cyberfate uh, by Overlord again. You got the right to remain silent. Is that Ned Kane? Is that who that other officer is with the yellow hair? I don't know. Is it? He yeah. would show up later in um, on the SWAT team, I think. Good lord! <laughs> but I can't remember if he was showed up before. Dear listener, it's important to note that before Gavin appeared with all his lists, Mark had the encycl- the original encyclopedic knowledge of Savage Dragon. Like, just fucking, like, his mind is a steel trap for this shit. Well, these fr- earlier issues especially, because I, I reread these so much, because this is the only book that I was reading at the time, so I just read through them so many times, waiting for the next issue to come out. So these ones are all pretty much ingrained... The later ones, I have trouble keeping track of it because I don't read them as as many. You, a lot of the new ones, I read like once. Yeah, I don't have time to reread them as much. Are you, are you both looking forward to the this the second Deadly Duo miniseries? Yes, <laughs> so much, so fucking much. Is that what we have on the agenda next? I don't know. I got this ad back here about Spawn's uh-huh. America's number one comic and its number one superhero. Created by America's number one artist, Todd McFarlane. Uh, you guys haven't read the second Deadly Duos? No, we haven't. Nope. Okay. It's on the list. I'm trying to do this as close to publication order as possible. Well, I don't want to say anything that'll uh, sway you one way or the other, then, I guess. <laughs> In fact, I'm pretty sure we're covering Star next. Star's good. There's a couple of, there's a couple of different directions we can go, because this is a really interesting time, because Freak Force is wrapping up. But all these other miniseries are kicking off. Yeah, it's weird that like Freak Force was losing so much money that they had to cancel it. But then Eric's like, "Here's five other titles." Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of these days, these miniseries and spinoffs will stop, and we'll be able to spend more time covering Savage Dragon, uh, right. as we are only on issue nineteen. You may recall. It's I will say about the Deadly Duo. I know this isn't an episode about Deadly Duo. But the second miniseries is very inconsistent <laughs> because there are several writers. Oh, See? listen, you can have several artists, and that's not good. Right. But you should absolutely never have several writers. Several writers is a great way to find out that like writers just hate whatever the fuck the other guy did. Right. And then just fucking. 
Well, uh, any rate, uh, we, we got out of that jam, so here's what I want us to do. It's like that's how it always is. I don't recall there being any continuity. I think they're all just standalone Deadly Duo stories. Well, that could be great. But you can definitely tell who gets the humor of Deadly Duo and who doesn't. Right. Oh. Because I think, I think Deadly Duo work best when they're like, they're basically cartoon characters in a real world. Yes. But there's somewhere it's like, oh, the whole world is silly. And nothing makes sense. This isn't the real world. They're... The characters around them are goofy as hell, too. The whole thing is a, a joke. So, But I think Deadly Duo works best when they are the joke. Right. Yeah, totally agree. I guess we'll see when we get to it. Yeah. So, Sa- Savage Dragon, uh, 1819. Good issues? 1819. Fuck yeah, dude. Good issues. These, these are the kind of things that I think that, like... If you just get people to read Savage Dragon, once they get to this kind of shit, they do they gotta be feeling it. It's like, come on, man, with the fiend fighting in the graveyard and fucking This one's got all three of them. It's got Fiend, Cyberface, and Overlord all in the same issue. It does. Yeah. It's good shit. These were good times. So we What's feeling next? good? I think that about wraps it up. All Next right. issue 13 is... Okay, yeah, 13 came out after this. Right, yeah, that's right. In the in the uh, back batter, it says uh, the the new issue 13 was printed after this issue, and then it would resume yeah. with issue 20. Uh, yeah, we already covered that issue back when we did the uh, issue 13 extravaganza. It's weird that he didn't really wait that long to do a new 13. You know, it has only been six issues. I mean, he must have been really annoyed about that gap in the run. Right. <laughs> He instantly regretted it. I yeah. bet as soon as it, he's like, fuck, what am I going to do? God damn these let's draw each other books, bozos. <laughs> um, Whose bright idea quick. was this? Was it Todd's? Was it Was it, Was it? it Rob's? It was probably Rob's. I get it that. sounds like a Valentino yeah, idea. Yeah, it's a Jimmy Bones' idea. Because <laughs> he, he did, what was that, altered image where they all switched, they, 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 they combined yeah, they merged, they amalgamated. I think smooshed was the term that was used in that book. I think <laughs> we got Dragon Max is what that was. Oh, yeah. jeez, of all the mashups, that's not the one. Yeah, it's garbage. But yeah, 1819, <laughs> we'll probably cover good it. shit. Uh, the, the book is firing on all, all cylinders here. Yep. There's yeah. just so many cool things that are introduced. Yeah effortlessly laying down those big pieces a lot of subplots running along simultaneously it's it's kind of going to take a while to get wrapped up it's kind of cool to have a villain attack dragon have a whole confrontation and then take off to continue their plan at a later date you know instead right. of it being immediately solved i think that's what a lot of the some of the problem that i'm having with the current stuff is there's cool villains but they don't last very long no yeah, that's uh, we talk about that on the Fincast, where we would love to see some guys recur. Do you think Eric just gets bored with them? So who was it we were talking to? Somebody proposed, I think it was like maybe Fife uh, or Fife, but like they were, they said basically that like he's done it, and so it's like for him, it's not like oh the thrill of doing this long drawn out like he's done that. Yeah. And so it's kind of like at this point, 
he could do long drawn out reveals with like guys that come back and I, but he's done it and so the problem is is that he doesn't have an interest in doing things he's done but then the problem is is that as a reader that feels very gratifying to have continuity payoff well yeah. he did he did say in the interview that we did with him that ultimately his satisfaction comes from making the comic right the actual or having you know, Having, having already made it, right? The actual, you know, the actual comic book itself. Well, right. I'm, I'm, I'm sure the drawing and the writing of it has some appeal, but the, it's the actual production, you know, the completed work that he gets most excited about. Right. And for that, you don't need long running storylines or recurring oh, villains. Interesting. You just, yeah, you haven't heard that yet. That'll be coming soon. Okay, when's that coming out? Hopefully, the, before the end of this week, at time of recording. Excellent. And, and before this episode comes out, so for everyone sure. else had already heard it by the time this one comes. Yes, out. <laughs> they will. Have. Great, and that Got is it. the hope. Yeah, they will have. <laughs> Tell you what, we're gonna go ahead and sign off. Mark, don't don't you go anywhere. But at any rate, thank you, special guest Mark Welzer. Thank you for having me. Anytime. I love talking about dragon. I love talking about old dragon because it's like second nature to me. Yeah, man. I love talking to you boys. I wish Craig could have been here so someone could pronounce the word horror weirdly. But <laughs> I'm here. I can say horror weirdly. Eh, it doesn't sound right. I like. I, I, uh, I could try saying color, color, colorist, colorist. <laughs> wow! I was about to call nine one one. Yeah, Porky Pig over here. Nine one one. My co-host is having a stroke. He's being possessed by the ghost of Vic Bridges. <laughs> uh, thank you, Jim, as always. Fantastic. Uh, thank you, Mark, for joining us. Thank you, me, for, you know, without me, I couldn't be here. And uh, <laughs> listeners, if you want to give us your two cents, we'll gladly take it. We'll take any dimes or money we can get. SavageFinCast at gmail.com. Uh, once again, thanks for listening. And, uh, Take it easy. We'll see you next time. We are indeed the show that will take your lunch money. Mm-hmm.